welcome to another episode of Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek, and I'm going to do the intro solo because this is a kind of unique situation. I am recording over the phone. Todd's back in his home studio uh, due to the coronavirus and um, social distancing and all that. So we want to apologize up front for any lack of audio, but um, as they say in show business, the show must go on. So, just to do a quick recap, this is uh, episode 6 of our Zombie Apocalypse series. I'm narrating the story and Todd's reacting to what he would do in this situation. And where we left off, Todd drove his wife and dogs to a uh, to a cabin site in the Poconos. And he settled in there pretty nicely. A hiker that kind of wanted some of Todd's extra supplies, Todd told him no, went missing. Um... The camp owner and a few of his men went to go look for him, but only two of them came back. Uh, so now there's three missing people. And where we left off, the, the camp owner um, finally agreed to allow the camp to be locked down and asked for volunteers to do so, Todd of which was glad to help. So that's where we're at. And uh, we're going to pick the story up from there. So I'm going to ask Todd now, What? how did you want to fortify this camp? All right, so um, I, uh, I've i been thinking about this a lot, and I, and I actually <laughs> read a lot, a lot of books about uh, survival, like horror and everything like that, too. So um, I'm kind of, like, already set on what I want to do. All right, first thing I want to do, first thing we're going to do, and I'm going to tell everybody this, uh, that's, that's around at the main uh, lodge. I'm going to say first thing we have to do is we have to obfuscate the uh, entrance, which basically means we got to hide that entrance um, for anybody else. So uh, I want people to start pulling up shrubs and bushes and everything else so we can start planting those in the uh, entrance to the park area. And I also need to... Um, get those signs down. So I'm going to try to assign people to get any signs down related to us. I want everyone going in teams. I don't want people going out individually because uh, that camper that was trying to steal my stuff, uh, obviously, we're gonna, we got to worry about him. Whether he's a zombie or whether he's going to come back and steal our stuff, uh, I'm concerned on both counts. But I want to uh, start getting that... Um, Front entrance, totally obliterated, so it just looks like the rest of the highway. It's a bunch of trees and bushes and everything else. I also want trees cut down uh, to get those um, that, that front entranceway started. And I want to start digging around the main areas, uh, basically uh, like punchy pits, which are basically pits where we sharpen... Um, sticks and everything else to, you know, if someone falls into them, you know, the bad stuff's going to happen. But I, I, I want to have basically what, what amounts to a moat around our area. Um, I also want to set up patrols. And again, I want those with uh, multiple people. I don't want people going off by themselves. Uh, anyone that, that has dogs, I want them to take the dogs with them because obviously the dogs can smell the dead before people can smell the dead. 
So I want anyone who has dogs to um, step up and start doing the patrols on that and get that started. Uh, and I'm hoping that we can get this done hopefully within the next day or two. I, I really want my, my main objective is to get everyone to get that front entrance totally, totally not looking like a front entrance. And I want to get any signs that show leading to here taken down as soon as possible. Um, so that's where I'm going to stand. That's where I'm going to tell everybody uh, that we're going to start going uh, in terms of getting everything ready for what sounds to be like it's going to be a really, really um, horrible time for us. So I'm going to stop there and see what everyone thinks. Okay, so the people seem receptive to your ideas. Um, uh, in fact, the camp owner really wants to focus all the attention on sealing the entrance to the camp and removing the signage. Um, and he also does want to set up security patrols because he is afraid for the, uh, about the missing people. And in a likely event, if one or all of them are dead, then there's at least one zombie running around, possibly three. And of course, no one wants more zombies. He also wants to establish wellness checks on all the, uh, all the, all of the fellow campers that aren't participating and helping just to make sure everyone's healthy. So I'm gonna say he's gonna he's gonna put you in charge of uh, of um, what was the word he used obfuscating the entrance. It's gonna be what you're in charge of, and he's gonna start setting up the security detail and the wellness checks. So basically, the well, actually, it's nighttime right now. So I don't know if you want to get started right away or go to sleep first, but um, it's in your hands. What do you want to do? Okay, here's what I want to do. I want everyone awake. I want everyone on this as soon as possible. I want every dog out there as soon as possible. I want patrols on as soon as possible. No one sleeps until we get the front of the campground uh, totally obliterated. I want it to look like uh, the rest of the, the uh, area in terms of just driving by. Like if, if we have like gangs or whatever running by. Uh, on the main road off here. I, I don't want anyone to see that. So that's that's priority number one. I'm going to get as many people as we have on that. Second priority is getting those people with the, with the um, RVs and everything. I kind of want to set up a semicircle around uh, the main area where they are. Plus, you know, hopefully the, the, um, the uh, cabins of which I have one. Um, I want them. I want everyone closer. I don't want anyone in remote areas. I want everyone closer. I want everyone moved uh, to there. I want everyone who has a dog out on patrol uh, with at least one other person. That's the main priority right now. Second priority is getting that, that front uh, isolated and making it look like this campground doesn't exist. Uh, I don't care if it's like till midnight. I don't care if it's till two a.m. That that's priority number one because the the main problem with this zombie apocalypse isn't going to really be the the zombies. It's going to be those humans that still remain. So I want that all done and locked down. 
So, uh, you know, I'm going to send Lindsay out with two dogs, along with somebody else, along with a gun. Um, I'm going to start working on the front. Uh, so that's completely isolated. I want everything. I don't want anything to, to seem like it is. I really don't want anything going on at nighttime, uh, with respect to chainsaws or anything like that. Axes are fine. Uh, random stuff is fine. Uh, with, for those people that we have chopping down trees and everything else for every person chopping down a tree, I want two people watching them. Um, not watching them specifically, but watching around them. We need to get the, we need to get this locked down as soon as possible. Uh, so that's where, that's where we stand. I want every dog out there, uh, working. I don't care what it is because dogs obviously have a better sense of smell than any human does. I don't care if it's a little chihuahua. They're going to smell the dead before the human smell the dead. And that's what I want. I want early warning systems. Dogs are obviously early warning systems. So I'm going to, uh, continue that patrol, uh, persona and we'll, and we can rest in the morning. But priority number one is the patrols, and priority number two, almost immediately, is locking down that front. I also want pillboxes set up around the front, so I want to have um, basically a trench set up and be dug out around that front area to protect us from whom or whatever comes our way if they should go through there. Okay, so the owner of the camp is organizing the security patrols. Uh, he's, he's leading you over to the, um, the tool shed so that you and there, you have about 10 men working with you, or 10 people, I'll say, to start the, um, the uh, camouflaging the entrance and digging your trenches. Uh, the patrols are going to, so uh, Lindsay is going to take the dogs with another person. There's about three other dogs in the camp, so every, there's going to be four patrols all of which have one dog, well, except Lindsay, who has two dogs. Unless you want to split the dogs up, but I don't think you do. So the patrols are going to start working the perimeter of the camp, and now you guys are going to start getting to work on whatever it is you're going to do. So where where do you, you're going to start with digging the trench or with cutting down trees? All right. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not splitting up my dogs. I'm not splitting up because uh, I don't trust anybody. Um so my two dogs are going to go with Lindsay with, with the, uh, handgun. Um, and then whomever else, uh, is with her that does not have a dog. So I'm guessing three patrols altogether, my two dogs, and then the two other dogs, um, on separate patrols, which is fine. Uh, we don't need, I, they're all going to sit there. I honestly think they're all going to like, um, bark when they feel someone that when they, when they start smelling the dead. Um, so I'm not worried about that. Uh, with respect to the, the front entrance, that's, that's priority number one now, now that I have the patrols going, everyone's awake, everyone's do, everyone's getting that, that whole thing done. And if you're not cutting it on a tree or you're not replanting a bush, uh, you're, you're cutting down bushes to throw in the way. Um, I'm also going to have another team going out, just cutting down the signs that lead to the campground. So, uh, there's as least amount of possible of exposure as we can possibly have in terms of, Hey, we're here. Uh, cause I don't want to deal with, with that kind of nonsense, um, in terms of dealing with, uh, any future 
issues. And if I am dealing with future issues, uh, I'm also, my secondary objective on this is to basically make those little pillboxes uh, on either side of the main road uh, and then fortifying those as well in terms of not just zombies, but also for, of humans. Uh, so we can have that uh, ready to go in case we need it. All right, that is um, where I stand right now. Okay, so you and the crew get to work. Um, some people set out in teams further ahead to take down the signs. Other people get started on clearing trees and chopping down trees. It's a lot of laborious work. I mean, you basically have... Uh, some lanterns and flashlights. There's not a lot of light to work by, but you're getting it done slowly but surely. And uh, you know, a few, quite a few hours pass. It's back-breaking labor. Everyone's tired, but you manage to chop down several trees. Uh, your teams come back with a few signs. However, uh, one of them comes up to you and asks you, like, "Hey, there's a sign that was like three miles down the main road saying that this camp is up, you know, three miles ahead. What should we do about that one?" All right, we, we definitely have to get that sign down. Um, I, and I'm going to keep sending uh, teams out on that uh, to get any signs as they come about. I'm going to ask the owner how far the signs go out. Uh, I'm going to send two teams per sign. Obviously, we know about the one sign three miles out, so I'm going to send two teams there. Uh, one team to take the sign down, one team to watch their back, and then I'm also going to question the owner of how many other signs uh, that far out. Uh, I, I honestly think I want to go out at least five to six miles um, to make sure all those signs are down uh, before I would really feel comfortable uh, or as comfortable as I can feel in a zombie apocalypse of getting those signs down. So I am, um, as soon as I find out that there was a sign down from three miles away, I'm going to sign uh, one of the patrol teams with the dogs, the ones that did not actually have the dog, but the um, I'm going to take one of those uh, teams, send them out, and I'm going to send another two people with them. Um, I also need to find out how many people do I have all together uh, in terms of this so I can deal more effectively with um, human resources management in terms of getting everyone rested and everything else. We've got three dog teams, which is fine, so I know that now. Um but I also need to know how many human beings I have all together that I can count on. Okay, so there are about 40 humans in the camp, and that's including the three that were missing. And you have about four children, too. So you're left, so minus out the children and the missing, you have about 33 able-bodied uh, human adults to do labor. Um, and I actually said there were four dog teams, because there was five dogs. So you have your... The one team comprised of your two dogs and then three other dog teams, just so you know. So you have four dog teams. If you want, you could send one dog team out so they have a dog. If not, whatever, keep them in the camp. But that's where that's at. Um, the camp jeep is available if you haven't blocked the road off with the cut-down trees yet. Um, so, yeah, take, uh, I'm going to throw it back to you. That's that's the breakdown of your human resources. And just so you know, the, the camp um, owner has walkie-talkies that he's given out to the security teams that are doing the patrols. That he's kind of uh, he's kind of being you know radio central for feedback on. All right, good to know. I, I wasn't sure of that math, so I actually have four dog teams, one being mine, and then I have three others. I don't want to send uh, dog teams out 
with those uh, far distance signs. I'd rather send an extra human team uh, because I don't want the dogs barking. I, I you know, if they're if the if the zombies are close, I want our dogs barking close to our uh, camp because they're already too close to uh, deal with. I don't want the dogs barking um, three miles out and bringing bringing additional zombies. Um, it's also good to know about uh, the people. So I basically have 33 people. In terms of the the teams, I, yeah, I'm going to send out two teams. Uh, you know, one for the one three miles out. I'm also going to send another two teams out uh, of six people uh, to the opposite direction to see if there's any signs uh, as well. Um, and after this initial thing... Uh, I want two roving teams of the dog, the, the dog teams, uh, obviously, uh, one being mine, and then we have three others. I want those on 12-hour uh, cycles. I don't care if they're just sitting out there, but I think they're going to catch the scent of any dead that are coming, and I, I, I would rather have that hour or half hour or 45-minute notice. Um in terms of getting everything set up for internet level attack from from zombies, I'm still kind of worried about those three people that were lost. Partially concerned about their zombies, more partially, uh, even more concerned if they're humans that were kind of like kind of going to sell us out. So I was kind of like hoping that that was not going to happen, but uh, obviously it's a possibility. Um, and again, I'm going to do dogs in 12-hour increments. Um, Actually, eight-hour increments. So we have four dog teams. We can do eight hours, so that will be good. And I'm okay with just having them walk around uh, occasionally to, you know, just take a look and sniff and everything else um, in terms of what might be coming as so we can prepare. Um, I also want uh, – I, I really don't want those teams at the pillboxes at the front entrance. I want them on six-hour increments so they're not too tired. And I want um, – I slowly want to get the entire camp surrounded with um, punji traps, um, but that's gonna that's gonna take a little bit of time. I'm gonna kind of do it in a um, haphazard fashion. I'm gonna do an opposites. Uh, obviously, I'm not just gonna do okay. We got the front entrance, then do five feet away, and then do another five feet away. I really want to do the exact opposite. I'm gonna do uh, kind of like you as when you tra when you uh, change your tires. You don't just do uh, front two and the back two. You do the front to the back, the back to the front. We're gonna kind of do the same thing in terms of those punji traps. Uh, but I'm okay with right now, while we still have time, letting people rest. I'm still going to have the other dog teams uh, patrolling the grounds. Again, it's going to be a dog team and a human team, uh, each with uh, three people. Uh, dog team has three people. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, dog team has a dog handler and two people uh, each. Uh, that's the way I'm going to be running it. Um, in terms of how we're going to be running this, uh, and then, uh, we'll take it from there. Okay, uh, so the, these pillboxes, talk me through them real quick. What are you making them out of? Because I, I can tell you right now you don't have concrete to make, like, the full-blown to atypical pillbox when you think of the term. And what, also, what are you arming the people with that are going to be in them? How many people are going to be in them? 
give me the breakdown of that real quick. All right, so the pillboxers, um, yeah, I, I kind of understand that. Yeah, obviously we're not gonna have um, uh, cement. We're gonna we're gonna be basically uh, pulling off any of the extraneous wood that we've chopped down. I want to actually have basically like a two foot high. Uh, well, I want to I want to dig down six feet. Um, on the, I'm sorry, not six feet. Uh, four feet. Uh, four to five feet, and then I'm gonna have four posts. Uh, from the wood that we're, we're, we've been chopping down around uh, the campground. And then I'm going to have a uh, cover that's going to be eventually over that. Now, whether that's from logs or from extraneous lumber that I found throughout, um, that's what we're going to be using in terms of these two pillboxes. Basically, so I have those people that are in the pillboxes uh, are able to give shots off if need be. Um, I really don't want uh, to make a, a lot of noise. Uh, obviously, any of the, uh, the rifles, and I don't know if we've really taken a, and I have to really think about this, if we've taken an account of the rifles and the shotguns and blah, 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 whatever uh, that we have in there. I really don't want that. I really want anyone with bows uh, or crossbows in those pillboxes or have those pillboxes manned with, I guess, non-loud um, attacking devices and then the shotguns and rifles for the last. So that's, uh, that's what I'm planning. I'm basically planning on, from those trees that I have everyone cutting down, we're going to build four, four posts and then have like a two-foot... Uh, area where uh, of an opening uh, with with a uh, top over it, and again whether that's lumber uh, that we've uh, found throughout the campground, or if those are logs that we have to just strap together, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, but that's where we stand with that. All right, so that is my answer. Okay, I'm going to say that this camp offers archery. So that there are bows and arrows available um, if you want to use them. However, I would I would say that not many people there have the know-how. So you're going to want to drill them or have you know have quite a few practice sessions. But they have plenty of arrows because uh and and a target range. We'll just say because I know campgrounds do that some of them anyway. So this seems like a good place to wrap up. Um, you have a defense plan in place. You have teams going out on the road to take down signs. You have patrols going the perimeter. You're camouflaging the entrance and setting up a solid defensive position against mostly uh, 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 outside human interference is what, it's, is what that seems to be. Um, so I'll tell the people at home now. Don't forget to like us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow us on all major podcasting sites at Old Nerd, Young Nerd. And I'm Derek. And I'm Todd. And remember, normal is a new boring. Talk to you later, guys.